0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum ten dollar per order, additional term supply.
1: Let's talk some bracketology, shall we? It's that time. I love this music. Just makes me feel good this time of year. Uh Jerry Palm from CBS Sports joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Jerry, how you been?
2: I'm fine, man. Hey, don't mess with the people. Fish fry.
1: You can't don't do that. You, you can't. No. You can't start putting all kinds of crazy uh, things in brat fries. You can't do that with beer, no. and you can't no. screw with a fish fry. Not no. in this state. No. Exactly. I completely exactly. agree. Tell me how strong the Big Ten is going into this tournament nationally.
2: That's ridiculous. You know, there's, you've got eight teams in the top half of the bracket, uh, all seated between, like, three and seven, which kind of makes sense because they didn't really separate themselves very well in conference play either. Uh, Although, obviously, what what these teams did outside the league is important as well. But, um, you know, and then you've got Indiana and Rutgers near the bottom of the bracket. Uh, So, you know, it looks like the league is going to be about 10 teams deep if Indiana and Rutgers don't mess things up.
1: The, uh, the, the Wisconsin Badgers ended up in the top spot of the Big Ten, something that nobody really thought they were picked to finish sixth in the preseason polls, and they ended up winning this thing, Greg Gard getting coach of the year. If they perform well, not even if they win it, but if they perform well in the Big Ten tournament, are they a four seed?
2: Yeah, I think, yes. If they win it, they might even get to a three. I guess it depends on what other teams do, because there's a lot of major conference teams in this part of the bracket that are all going to be playing in their conference tournament including about half the Big Ten, but yeah, so it, it'll depend on what other teams do, but yeah, if Wisconsin can keep stacking, especially quality wins that they advance through the the tournament, uh, which seems likely, then, uh, yeah, they...
1: Well, let's do this. Let's put Jerry on hold. His cell phone's breaking up really bad. I don't want to I don't want to have him miss out on what uh, we're doing, and uh, we miss out on what he's saying. So uh, let's do this. We'll get Jerry Palm back in the line, and uh, and get him going again. But uh, talking a lot about the bracketology, uh, I like the fact I you now I right now, if you look at like Jerry's uh, bracket, you look at some of the ESPN stuff, you look at some of the stuff on NBC Sports. Right now, everybody's saying that the Badgers are in as a four. Depending on what happens this week, it's championship week, and I, I look some of the some of the smaller conferences have already have already had their conference tournaments. But you got the ACC, the Big East, the Big Ten, the Atlantic Ten, uh, the Big Twelve tournament, uh, the American. Uh, you know, looking with Memphis trying to salvage their season in Dallas, uh, and then how many teams can the Big Ten get in? As I had mentioned before, the Pac twelve they're all getting ready to get underway. The SEC. Um, you know, what's going to happen with Kentucky? So, so many things to talk about getting Jerry Palm back on the line. And, and Jerry, we were talking about that Big Ten tournament and, and the Badgers' place in it. Now, you talked about some of the other conferences, some of the bigger teams in the other conferences. As long as it plays out well for them, then everything's pretty much set. Well, you always run into, well, what happens if you get a team that probably or shouldn't end up, you know, winning their conference, but they do, and they start to take away bids from other teams, correct?
2: Yeah, that's, uh, you can see that happen even in major conferences. Like, uh, say Dayton doesn't win the A10, that might steal a bid from somebody. Or say Purdue wins the Big Ten, which doesn't seem likely, but if it happens, then that's you know an 11th Big Ten team in the field uh, stealing a bid from somebody. So it could happen even in a major conference.
1: When you look at Dayton, their only blemishes—the overtime loss to what Colorado and Kansas—they're uh, they're coming into this tournament. I mean, huge right now. Is there any team that could upset them? Uh,
2: well, maybe St. Louis if they could get physical with them. They gave them a game, a couple of good games in the conference. So uh, that team might be the toughest matchup for Dayton. Uh, but you're right—the Dayton team is basically two points from undefeated. So uh, it's an outstanding team, and they've been pretty dominant in the Atlantic Ten.
1: Then the Big East, and we talk about the Big East here because obviously Marquette is a part of it. But how strong is the Big East this year?
2: Fantastic, uh, especially at the top with East Hall, Creighton, and Villanova all in the two-three range. Uh, but even you know teams like Providence who who had to make a great run through the conference just to get into the tournament uh, at all, and then they've been terrific at Butler and Xavier, and uh, it's another deep year, uh, and of course Marquette as well. Uh, for the NCAA tournament,
1: what does Marquette need to do to get into? Is Marquette in the tournament? I mean, they've had a little bit of a tough yeah. stretch to go.
2: Yeah, yeah, but they'll still get in. Um, it, if there's any a team that's in some level of doubt, it would probably be Xavier. Uh, and I don't remember off the top of my head who their first game is. Uh, but if Xavier can win their first game, uh, they'll be in,
1: and they might be even if they lose. Uh, the other thing, and this is something that not necessarily bracketology wise, but there's a lot of talk about whether or not they may even have fans. Uh, do you see right. travel being something of a concern when it comes to the NCAA tournament committee because they don't want fans traveling all over the country right now? Do they do they take that into consideration, or do they go dark when it comes to allowing fans into the tournament? Have you heard?
2: Yeah. Uh, Dan Gavitt, uh, who's in charge of the basketball tournament for the NCAA, was on a uh, CBS halftime show this weekend that they're they consider the worst-case scenario to be playing games with no fans. Uh, but they at the moment, they they don't feel like that that's necessary. They're obviously consulting with top medical people uh, regarding that. Although, you know, I mean, to be honest, it might not be uh, something that where they have a choice. You know, you might have a city decide, hey, we're not allowing this to happen this weekend, or we may not uh, you might have teams say, you know, thanks for inviting us, but we're going to skip it. We don't want to travel right now. So uh, but there are some things that are out of the NCAA fans, but they, they uh, right now plan to go on a schedule uh, and have a contingency to play games at empty stadiums if necessary. Uh, but postponing the tournament's not an option, really, because uh, the facilities, the logistics of doing something like that, uh, I think they either have to play it or they have to cancel it.
1: Uh, now the non-power five uh, tournaments that are coming up. Uh, Vermont, obviously, uh, they they have to get through UMBC because uh, they beat the Catamounts on the home floor earlier this season. You got Vermont coming out of the American East. You got Big Sky, Big West. You can go through that whole list. But uh, give me some teams that uh, really kind of kind of tickle the fancy, so to speak, coming out of some of the non-power five tournaments.
2: Yeah, uh, by the way, Power Five, not really a thing in basketball because the Big East is a power conference. But Correct. They play football. Um, so, uh, yeah, Vermont, I think, is a pretty good team. Yale out of the Ivy, who, uh, by the way, canceled their conference tournament today. I was going to ask you about uh, that. Because of coronavirus fears, yeah. Um, East Tennessee, who won the Southern Conference last night, is really good. Um, if Northern Iowa gets in, uh, which I don't think they will, uh, the winner of the Missouri Valley might be capable of winning a game. Liberty. Uh, who brings a lot of last year's team back, uh, is also capable of winning a game. So, yeah, there's there's going to be some teams in that 12-13 to 13 seed range uh, that are going to be a danger to the teams uh, that they get to play in the first round, especially if they get the right draw, and that's always a big deal to those teams. They have to be in a situation where they're not going to get overwhelmed athletically.
1: Talking with uh, our buddy Jerry Palm from CBS Sports. The other one, uh, a lot of people are talking about Stephen F. Austin. Do they, I mean... Yep. Look, uh, out of the Southland Conference, right. do they got that legitimate shot of going to a Final Four?
2: No, I mean, you know, they, they beat Duke at home, so they're capable of winning a game like that. But putting four in a row together seems really unlikely. Uh, but then, of course, they still have to win their conference even to get in, uh, and their tournament is this week as well. So, uh, but Stephen F. Austin, yeah, that would be another one of those teams that showed they could do it in the regular season, but asking them to win four in a row is probably too much.
1: Always great to talk to you, Jerry. I look forward to more down the road. I certainly think it's going to be an interesting tournament once we start to get through all the uh, the coronavirus discussion, but uh, we're looking for a lot of teams to get into the Big Ten. Uh, what are they saying? Anywhere from eight to ten teams out of the Big Ten going to be in the tournament?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's nine or ten, uh, uh, with Indiana Rutgers being the, the two in the most trouble, uh, but I, I would be surprised if they both missed.
1: All right. Good stuff, buddy. I appreciate it, okay? All right, thanks. Talk to you later. There you go. Jerry Palm of uh, CBS Sports joining us for a couple of minutes. There's just a couple of teams out there that a lot of people are talking about. I wanted to discuss Stephen F. Austin. Stephen F. Austin is a team that I was watching over the weekend. This is going on and on and on about. And then Vermont, uh, they've had a terrific run, winners of 15 of their last 16 ball games. Uh, the Big Sky Conference, uh, Eastern Washington's winning streak. Will that continue? Uh, the Big West, uh, you got Colin Welp uh, heating up for the league champion UC Irvine. Uh, can, how far can he take them? There's a lot of things right now about this tournament that a lot of people are really liking. The whack is New Mexico State uh, really kind of evolving into an NCAA tournament team all over again. The Aggies, who nearly knocked off Auburn in last year's NCAA tournament, uh, they've not lost since December 14th. And there's a big discussion about how deep they can go in the tournament. So a lot of good stuff going on right now. And as he had mentioned we had talked about, the Ivy League has now canceled their conference basketball tournament because of the coronavirus. Both the men's and the women's. The four team tournaments were scheduled uh, to be played uh, starting this weekend uh, at uh, the Pavilion in Cambridge, but uh, the Ivy League instead is going to award its automatic NCAA tournament bids to the regular season champion from Princeton, uh, the women, and Yale from the men. And those are the teams that are actually going to the tournament because uh, they do not want to participate in their uh, conference tournament because of threats of coronavirus. And it's just getting to that high of an alert level and uh so I, I i guess look hey if i'm a team that's getting hot at the right time and i'm disappointed i can't get to the tournament um get to the ancillary tournament or at least make a run to try to knock off the top dog but you know it is what it is right now there's a lot of bigger things out there than just uh, just sports and basketball uh he joined us on the schneider orange hotline schneider hiring drivers right now you work hard they treat you fair 80 plus years They've been doing it. Call them, 844-PRIDE. To go to schneiderjobs.com. 800 plus years, 80 plus years they've been doing it. Call them, 844-PRIDE. To go to schneiderjobs.com.
0: <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too.